Delivery Bros. Three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Glasses Malone, even though I don't really wear glasses, a.k.a. Uh, we got a special guest today. Let me just shut up. Um, A.K.A. Mr. A.K.A. By the way, um, our guest today is coming all the way from the land of Ontario. He's in the capital. A simple, cool life, just bringing something for the listeners' ears. And let me tell you right now, his voice is Aquafina clear. Or Eviana, you want to get all bougie and expensive. I can see him trying to not lose his composure right there because I'm being a dork right now. But so I'm just going to let him introduce himself. <laughs> hey, I'm Chad Vice. I'm glad to be a part of your show, Anthony. I'm glad you have me as a guest. Thank you. That's right. We have the Chad Vice. And tell him, who are you and what do you do, my man? Well, I'm Chad Vice. I have the Nobody's or Somebody's podcast. It's a show where I interview people from all walks of life about their daily stories, their life, just about them. It really doesn't matter who they are or where they come from. I just want to know about them. I like to hear stories. I like to sit back and listen and just let people, you know, talk and have, have a good conversation, have a good time. And there just happens to be a microphone there. But don't let that uh, get in the way of a good conversation. It's, uh, it's good. And I've been uh, enjoying uh, listening to people and uh, bringing other people their stories. So I hope, I'm happy to do it again. I'm happy to do it on your show. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, he's my Canadian twin. Yeah. It's basically. official. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I was trying to not... Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to uh, interrupt. But yeah, that's, uh, that's about right. That's how I'm feeling. Well, I can dig it. I've always wanted a Canadian twin. Shoot. Good pontine. Or poutine, I'm sorry. I've had poutine. It's actually really good, though. Yeah, it's not bad. It depends on where you get it. you got to get it at the right place. Yeah, I heard they make it a little bit different in different provinces. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Quebec, uh, the province of of Canada here, the French province makes it the best uh, from what I found. So that's probably the one good thing about them. (laughs) I can say this. Well, they got something right. <laughs> they got something right. We. <laughs> so, have you always um, lived in Ontario, my man? I've always been in Ontario. Well, I was actually born in uh, British Columbia, uh, the West Coast, but I moved uh, here when I was like, so I've been told, uh, two months old. So, I guess, yeah, pretty much Ontario all my life. This uh, this region. Ontario, stand up. What's yep. up? Shout out mm. to Drake. I yeah. Don't know why. I don't know Drake. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, Drake. Me neither. me neither. I've heard of him. He's a, a guy. And Justin uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> and Nickelback. And Nickelback. They're from the West Coast. They're out where I came from, though. They're on the West Coast. But nobody wants but to talk about that. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That was a terrible joke. Believe me, we got plenty of people we want to deport in America that are Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> we can talk about it. We can talk about whatever you like. So, man. So, I mean, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. So, like, so you got this podcast, okay? Right. Yep. So you—that's my main so gig. Yeah. Hmm. 
that's my main gig. That's where like everything I started doing on the internet, as far as like uh, internet uh, business and promoting myself, it all started with the podcast, and it really just started um, with an idea because I, I like podcasts, right? And I, there's so many podcasts out there, and this is let's this goes back to maybe 2016, um, so way way back in the caveman days, 2016. Um, I was listening to podcasts, and there's so many. There even there was lots of podcasts out there at that time, but there was only maybe a, a handful of podcasts that I enjoyed and listened to on a regular basis that I really wanted to to listen to. Um, and I thought, it, you know, it's so easy, but I would love to do this, except for the one key fact is that the reason I listen to these podcasts is because I, you know, I like the host. I know the host. He's probably somebody famous, and they were. And the people that they're talking to are, again, people that I know, people I care about from... You know, the news or, or this happened to be through music, uh, the artists that they'd uh, interview. I was you know, interested in what they would say that didn't maybe have to do with their music, but had to do with them, their stories, like about what they're going through, how they got to where they are, you know, the kind of human connection behind it. So I thought, I thought that was really cool. and I wanted to do that, too. Only problem is, well, I don't know anybody that's that anybody knows. Right. I know a bunch of nobodies. I don't know any mm. somebodies. But. Here comes the name, right? So I'm like, well, I, I know a bunch of nobodies that have great stories, man. They have great, like everyone from like my mom to my friends to other other family members. They had like great stories, uh, things that happened in their past, positive, negative, learning, teaching opportunities that happened to them um, that were great. But if I put that out there for the world to hear, people, huh? Who? Why? Why would I? Why would I care about that? Why would I listen to that? I mean, this is I don't know. You know, uh, Leanne Weiss, my mom. I don't know these people. I don't know who they are. So why do I care about the stories, right? So somehow I don't, I don't have an exact memory. It all happened kind of like a blur. But I just kind of resigned myself to the fact, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, I know these are good stories. I'm going to record them. I'm going to put them out. And sure. I'm going to do it. And so I just kind of, you know, I read up a little bit. I did a very minimal amount of research. I downloaded an ebook by this guy by the name of Anthony Rios. I don't know if he still does podcasts or what he what he does now. Like I said, this was way years years ago in 2016, so <laughs> I don't know where he's end up. But he had this ebook that I could download for free because I was hugely cheap. I was also also on a budget, right? So I didn't have a lot of money for equipment um, to 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 get on services to pay for subscription, like to be anywhere, right? So I kind of just wanted to do it on the cheap. Um, so I downloaded his ebook and was very surprised at how cost effective it could be other than you know a good microphone like i had these dinky like logitech microphones you can you can buy at uh, walmart or whatever right i mean that's just right. not going to cut it um but a, a, a few bucks like on ebay uh for just over 100 bucks uh, canadian uh, which is like a million dollars american you can get this blue yeti which is like a big standard microphone that a lot of, of the professionals use so so he said and so I bought, and it actually works out pretty good. So I bought this microphone, and I bought, um, actually, it might have been free, too, this uh, audio recording program, Audacity. So I started uh, recording on this with the big microphone, just testing it myself, kind of like, hi, I'm Chad Boyce, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, testing my voice out, trying to see how it would work. And, okay, this is this is pretty easy. Now all I got to do is take this, you know, my laptop and this microphone and take it to people's places or wherever and, Stick it in their face and say, "Hey, hey, you want to talk? Tell me your most personal, intimate details." <laughs> and when you do that, it's I like, want you to uh, 
make sure you let me put them on the internet for everyone to judge. So um, yeah, that's a good concept. <laughs> Start with my like, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Bear your soul. Yeah, basically, <laughs> bear your soul. Pretend it's just you and me talking. You're not. There's no video here, but there's a big ass microphone. I don't know if I can swear. I said ass. <laughs> I, I, I don't a, care. Go and say ass. Awesome. <laughs> there's a there's a big ass <laughs> microphone sitting right there, and just tell me your personal stories. I'm gonna put it on the internet. So uh, you cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do it. And uh, yeah, the first person I interviewed was my mom on Christmas Day. I went to her house in 2016. And she was the first person I spoke to because she had a great story, man. And it was cool to kind of, if this makes any sense, kind of step out of being like her. Like, you don't tell your kids or, you know, stuff you're growing up. You, there's things you don't tell your your family members or your kids or whatever. That's, you know, that you might tell your friends or someone else or a therapist. Um, right. But I was, yeah, but I was really surprised how open and kind of, she kind of let go. And she kind of just, you know, was told me some things that maybe as her son, I wouldn't want to hear. As a podcaster and someone who wanted to get this story, I'm like, wow, this is this is like audio gold. You know, I guess we got really excited by what she was saying just because of the the content and just because of what I knew. If people heard what she was talking about, they might identify their story. They might be entertained. That was the big thing for me. I got to entertain people. How am I going to do it? Well, these people are going to just by the virtue virtue of their lives, they're going to entertain people. So right. that's how it started. I mean, I'll tell you this, man, because. You never know what kind of life your parents lived before you came into the picture or even became a thought. Right. All I know is I know about a story in Tijuana, my mom with the Tijuana, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's never been on your podcast talking about her uh, most personal details before Anthony and after? <laughs> oh, oh, she's been on the podcast, but most of the time it's her roasting me. Okay. Oh, there's that. Yeah. There's that. Value in that too. <laughs> Bring it to oh, the yeah. people. Oh yeah, uh, our family is all about roasting each other, especially on my podcast. It's just like, oh, okay, it's time to roast Anthony when we come on a podcast. Um, yeah. My brother does the same thing. I'm just like, you mother. Mm. <laughs> License to roast. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just my family. We get together. This is how we show love to each other. Man, look at you and your podcast trying to be like freaking Oprah and shit over here, motherfucker. Da, 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 da. That's my pet. That's my family. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. But you take Those it as like uh, Biggie. Too. You take it as feedback too, and realize, yeah, okay, I've got something. You know, that's the thing too, right? When I first started, it was what maybe I was surprised. I had maybe twenty people download it in the whole month, and I was like, wow, twenty people who aren't my family listen to this thing. Like, I can't freaking believe it. Like. People I don't know heard this. That was awesome to me. Like 20 people <laughs> that I don't know. That's that's huge stats to me. That's like that's like top A11 ratings on CBS. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, I understand that feeling, man. I was happy when I got like five or six views, man. I was just like, did you? No. Did you? No. Who listened? Wow. Someone I don't know found me and listens. I have a fan. It's awesome. <laughs> It's always a good feeling. It's like, okay, the fruits of your labor are actually working. I yeah, remember exactly. when I started, dude, I was using karaoke mics. Nice. I had this focus. I got a focus right box, right? Mm. But I was plugging in karaoke microphones into it. Oh, it, it, oh man, the audio quality was so bad. Oh, was it really? On karaoke? I'm surprised. Usually they're not, uh, they're kind of decent. They're like the big ones, the, uh, the studio 
ones kind of thing? Oh, no, no, no. They were like $10 ones that I found in a toy section in Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Like those Fisher-Price jukebox you could buy in the 80s where they'd have the little kids dance and like, da-da-da-da-da-da. Man, it might as well. (laughs) That's awesome. Sound effects on the back. Oh, that, it was so bad, bro. And speeds. <laughs> that's awesome. You got to start somewhere. And it's good. I mean, that's where you find an audience and you know people are really into what your your product when you start doing that because you started from, you know, the very bottom and you realize, okay, people actually care about what I'm saying. Maybe they like the cadence and the tone of your voice and they just want to hear about you and your day and that's it. And that gets them through theirs. Truth. Yeah. Very true. So, man... So, so what's a little bit about um, about you that you want the people to know? Like, who is Chad Vice? Because that is a cool name, by the way. Um, just like, hello, ladies. I'm Chad Vice. Let me give you some. Let me give you some Chad Vice about yourself. Yeah. Uh, what do I want people to know about me? Well, I mean, other than I have a podcast, I'm just a, a regular guy who just. Doesn't you know? I don't have a uh, a famous background, a musical background. I don't have anybody that's well known. I don't have anyone that's been, you know, in trouble with the law. I don't have anyone that's been noticed for anything good or bad. I'm pretty, you know, I grew up pretty quiet and reserved. I was kind of shy. I didn't really like talking to strangers. I really didn't like meeting new people. So it's kind of odd to say that now, and that's pretty much all I do. But uh, I think some point in my late teenage years, I kind of came out of my shell and I. Realized I had a big mouth, and but then the then the key, of course, if you're having a podcast, is you gotta listen. You can't be having that big mouth yapping. So I had to find a way to <laughs> to do mm. that. I remember in college, I was in college, man, for journalism, um, and I don't know. I took that because I enjoyed writing, but it's not creative writing. It's journalism. It's basically like well, this is what 2002. So it's you know newspapers and radio writing. And they even said at the top of the program, if you're in this course, you know, to, to write stories or do creative writing, basically the teacher was like, you know, there's a door, get out because this is not for you. This is hardcore journalism. This is going to be like news. This is like up to like, like date. He made it sound like Dateline, like all kinds of stuff. He was hardcore about this. And that's when I should have walked. But I was like, well, I didn't want to be the only one to go up and walk out of the room. I was <laughs> still shy. So I'm like, oh, I'll just sit here and no problem. I'll do this. Um, mm-hmm. And it came down to a point where one of our assignments was to interview. Uh, we have the CFL here, the Canadian Football League, and we have a team here in Ottawa. At the time, it was called the Rough Riders. And uh, one of our assignments was to interview this guy, Joe Palpa, who was the then coach of the Ottawa Rough Riders. Just to like, and you had to do this yourself. You had to like call up his PR, call up his prep, whatever, call the office, like assign, like they weren't going to open the door for you. You had to open your own door to get an interview with this guy as a, as a Algonquin college student, which is what I was. Um, and just basically get your own name in there and just, this is how it works in real life, right? So you got, this is this is your training ground. I didn't care about the CFL. I didn't care about Joe Palpo. I didn't care about uh, football, Canadian football, <laughs> any of it. Uh, I didn't care about interviewing this guy because I had no personal connection to him, right? So kind of selfish right. maybe, but I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to kick in this guy's door and interview him. And I remember at one point they were asking us all, like, do you enjoy interviewing people? Do you enjoy, like, you know, getting the facts, getting the details, like talking to people? And I remember my response in class, I actually said this out loud, was, well, I enjoyed being interviewed. 
And the guy was like, well, then you're in the wrong class. You need to get out. And that was my second opportunity I didn't take to get out. I ended up failing the class. I ended up uh, dropping out of it and getting an F when I didn't turn in that assignment because I never, I never fucking did it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. So I just kind of just didn't. I showed up one day. I'm like, yeah, I didn't do it. Goodbye. <laughs> well, yeah, I see it. If it's not a good interview, like, if it's not something you're not really willing, wanting to do, it's not right. going to be a good interview. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know how to start. I wouldn't even know. First of all, I was not even comfortable finding a way to get in the door to even like call up his PR, call up his office and say, Hey, I'm uh, Chad Vice. I'm a Duncan college student. Uh, hey, I want to interview Joe Papa. I have no idea who he is. I can't spell your last name, but can I come and talk to you? Cause this assignment is due. Yeah. The more hindsight I look at that, I'm like, yeah, I made the right move by walking on that. Facts. Just that was also the end of college career that, um, that helps put in perspective too. <laughs> Pretty much six months after that, I took a general arts and science course, and then I was like, "I'm done with college. I'm going to work full time," and that's what I did. That's pretty much what I did. It didn't really yeah. work out for me in college myself. I was trying to be a teacher, and to be quite honest, as much as I respect the field, I really mm -hmm. do. That definitely was not for me. <laughs> right, I got you. You got to want to do it. You got to have that desire from when you first start to when you get into it. That's the goal, you know. You got to have, and that. Uh, it sounded like my goal. I really didn't, you know, the more I think about it, I didn't have a goal. I just kind of took what sounded good and ran with that. But uh, the more I got into it, the more I realized, oh, this is a mistake. Quite understandable, my man. Because, like, I got some friends that were in the same courses as me. And you know what? They're happy with what they're doing. Yeah. Like, some of them are teaching outside the country. Nice. And they look so happy because they're doing something they're passionate about every day. And exactly. I can see them reaping the benefits of, you know, giving knowledge to a young kid. And I commend mm -hmm. them every day for it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you have to have the patience, number one. I mean, you're teaching people who, you know, who don't know what you're trying to teach them. And your job is not only to teach them stuff, but to actually open up their minds and get them to learn what you're teaching them. Because you can tell people, hey, it's this, 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 and that. Okay, see you later. Um, first, are they going to remember that? Are they going to apply it? Are they going to be able to use it in their own life? I mean, that's it's it's overwhelming to me when I even think about that idea. I can't. Uh, I thank the teachers that taught me. Um, they obviously didn't teach me to uh, pick a good course when I decided to go to college. <laughs> Somehow I didn't man. learn that. But uh, yeah, college is a whole different world, man. I was so unprepared for college, man. Yeah, man. I love just... the English language, the right, but I just didn't love what they were offering. Man, same here. Yeah. Actually, English is one of my best classes in high school and college. <laughs> nice. Yeah, me too. I mean, I did good writing when I did write, but after that, it was like, I want to write what I want to write. So, <laughs> I feel so that that. I bills at the time. And I had kids on the way. I had a kid on the way at the time, too. I was young. I was, what, 21. So I had to get a real job. And the first real job there was uh, KFC. Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was not even baking the chicken. I was actually, um, I, I was marinating the chicken in the back in the freezer. That's really stuck me because I was no good at uh, making the food. And on time, I was too slow with the with the meal prep, so they stuck me in the freezer. Literally, I'm not even they kidding. Stuck you in a freezer? A freezer. I, my job was to go back and like you know. Eat, I don't know if you've ever. Do you like KFC? Do you eat there? I don't want to rent it for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm more of a Popeyes. Yeah, me too. Uh, church yeah. chicken guy. 
Yeah, Popeye's so good. Um, well, KFC, so I won't ruin it for you. Then I had to go back, and they have these chickens, like the whole chickens in these nets, like these net like uh, wrappings, these bags. And what your job is to do is, is mix up this batter, like mar- like this marination of, I don't know what, there <laughs> seven blends okay. of herbs and <laughs> that they have in the back. And you take the chicken, and they're all cold because you're in the freezer, and you dump it in this stuff, and you rotate it all around so the whole chicken is like saturated in this goo this delicious herbs and spices that you're gonna <laughs> that you're gonna mm. taste later on. Oh, yummy and uh that was my job man is to take like a, a bunch of these chickens maybe like 10 or 12 of them or 15 in a big huge bag all right and then when the bag was done i had to haul them this was in a mall too okay this is this this is a kfc in a, in a mall so this is the food oh court. the standards are even lower yeah <laughs> <laughs> so my job is to walk, <laughs> walk past, you know, the garbage, <laughs> the garbage chutes and the bathrooms, and haul this, this, these sacks of like freshly, beautifully marinated chickens <laughs> to the store, right? So they could, you know, cook them for real, <laughs> and then go back. Oh and make- yes. And if that doesn't turn you on, the, my job at the end of the night was to be the I was the, I was the chicken marinator slash maintenance guy. My job was to clean all the shit after it was done too, like the the equipment before the end of the night. And then my reward was to take the chicken home that I probably you know made myself in the freezer. <laughs> so me and my roommates at the time had a lot of chicken. Yeah, surprisingly, we weren't uh, five hundred pounds, but uh, it's probably because I was walking back and forth doing the chicken. That's the only way I made any uh, exercise. <laughs> That was my job for six, seven months. Then I hurt my shoulder on an unrelated incident. I had to have surgery, and uh, I was I was into my chicken career, man. That's two careers down the drain by the time I'm 22. Writing, chicken marinator. Mmm. Mmm. Finger looking. Makes me off. just want some chaos. Hey, how's it going, guys? And thank you for tuning in as we do this commercial break. Carlton's Grand Jerky, some of the best jerky I've ever had in my life. I'm talking about Sweet Brine, so divine. And they even have a selection coming out soon, the limited edition Buffalo Jerky. So great, it'll put you in a whole different mind state. You can get yours today at GrandJerkySD.com. Once again, that's Carlton's Grand Jerky, and you can get yours today at GrandJerkySD.com. And... Our second sponsor, I would like to say hello to Jarhead's Mobile Welding, which is ran by a gentleman by the name of Eric Brack out of Blue Springs, Missouri. He will go anywhere in the Jackson County area if needing service because if you name the mission, they get the fixing. Marine Corps Standard Service, and also he gets a wonderful quote. So go ahead and check out Jarhead's Mobile Welding at Facebook, at Facebook slash Jarheads Mobile Welding, or you can go to the Instagram, or you can also go to the Twitter as well. Get in contact, and they'll respond as fast as possible, and they'll take care of you with great service. Once again, that's Jarheads Mobile Welding. And with that, there is one more commercial, but I'm going to let my friend take care of this one right here. This gentleman is known as Eric Morris. So with that, we continue. Bye, guys. Hey, I'm Eric Morris with Morris Enviro. We provide accurate and cost-effective foundation repairs as well as dry solutions for your basement or crawlspace. 
Now, if you're in the Atlanta metro area and you have water coming in below your house or you see cracks in your foundation wall, then give us a call at 770-546-3998 or visit our website at morrisonviro.com. Also, you can follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at morrisonviro to find useful resources that can help you with your foundation solutions. see you right now no me too i'm nowhere near behind me you can't see is a cornfield all i can have is corn <laughs> i actually have one across the street from my house there you but go I'll, I'll let's not say we did though yeah mm. maybe. after this is over hey man you do what you want to do i'm just telling you i don't like to tell people how it's made but this is just how i did it and that was a long time ago so maybe they do it differently now Maybe they have one guy doing the chicken and one different guy doing the cleaning. Not both. <laughs> They've up the standards. I I I think I'm good. Um, <laughs> I, I one see. Minute, uh, AFC don't sue me for like uh, defamation of character here. I never. <laughs> it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's already late. It's not. It's not even his fault. I don't even eat KFC. The colonel them died and took the recipe with him. So. Because um, <laughs> yeah. I saw what the recipe was, and the colonel made that. Oh, you know the colonel didn't make that. He don't I even look like he put seasoning in his food. I know. <laughs> Seven blends of herbs and spices that you find on the floor. Anyway. Mmm. <laughs> mm. Just the yeah, bottom of the floor, bottom of the barrel, a little yeah, seasoning under the shoe. Yep. <laughs> this will go good. Just... Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So I spent my whole day in the freezer because I didn't have to deal with the boss, this guy who was like, oh, you need to make more chicken and you need to do this. He was on my ass for every like thing. He was an older um, uh, Indian guy who just, you know, was given a franchise basically and just, you know, running to the ground with all these students or me who had no direction. And just like, oh, you make the chicken. Okay. Oh, you take a long time to do it. I'm like, yeah, you want it done right. Plus, I'm in a freezer. It's when I'm not dead. <laughs> Well, Such is life. Hey, you would have died. Shoot. You would have had a well-preserved body. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Full of seven In blends of The next episode of CSI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Chad Vice. <laughs> and the KFC. I'm oh, sorry. Group. That was terrible. I'm sorry, guys. I <laughs> uh, hope you're, if your listeners are still there listening, uh, thank you for listening to this. And <laughs> Yes, um, all seven of you, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, hope we don't... <laughs> well, probably all two of you now. Uh, I hope. Appreciate the two of you listening. Thank you. Oh, we're down to one. I just saw them leave. <laughs> right. Hello. Just you and me, just you and me Anthony. Let's make the show real. <laughs> well, it was a good try. I thought, you know, this is officially going to be the last episode of the Delivery Bros, as you can see, because we're totally going to lose a lot of viewers today. <laughs> Coming out. <laughs> Chad Vice oh, told me there's yeah. something to talk about. I still have it. You can come visit me. <laughs> yep, he's taking me with him. <laughs> yep. You're going to be my uh, side man. You're going to be my uh, other co-host. We can do this. We can do this. We'll call it the Vice and Anthem show. Yeah, I'm down. The VA show. VA show. 
Oh, well, Very I don't think we can actually take that. That's <laughs> <laughs> Chad Bison, Anthony from the Very Awesome Podcast. Yeah, see, this is the birth of a new show right here. People tune in for this. If, you just, if you're just subscribing again for some reason, sorry, but uh, thanks for coming back, and now we have a new show. <laughs> we'll be the VA. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out. Yeah, we even got a hand to. We can have a look. <laughs> I can do this. Good luck, some. Don't know where it's going, but uh, we'll get there. That was like zero to Blades of Glory in no time. <laughs> do a little diamond hand cutter. Diamond cutter. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm fun with this. Hey. Yeah. Okay, DDP, do not sue me. I am not oh, doing it. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> So man, what do you like to do for fun, my man? Uh, what do I do for fun now? Well, you know what? It feels like the things I do now are fun. Like I enjoy doing the podcast. I started up a radio station because of the podcast online. I do that for fun. Like just making my own radio show for the for the radio itself. I do with my uh my good buddy Kevin Matthews that we do it every week. This this is fun to me. Like it seems like everything I do now, like work wise is fun. It's my hobbies. It's my whole life. It's my whole passion. Like everyone asks me like, what else? Like, do you, people say, Oh, you read books, you know, you watch TV and I don't have time for that anymore. I'm busy following, you know, the things that I'm passionate about and those things are fun and they're work. And sometimes they can be hard and stressful and disappointing and aggravating, mm-hmm. but that's my fun. If that makes sense. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Hey, I'm not a film, man. That's how I am with this. Like, seriously. I started mm-hmm. this thing in November, man. And I was like, if I want to do this, I want to do it right. So I put in all the work. And I've been learning different things as I've gone. Learning new editing techniques. Yeah. this video stuff off the ground. Just trying to be better every day. Oh, man. Editing techniques. There's a thing, too. If you go back and listen to... And I, you know, I, as as far as a podcaster, I'd love for people to listen to my old episodes, but at the same time, also embarrassed if people listen to my old episodes, because I used to, I go back and hear them now, and man, you know, the thing I loved about the podcast I listened to is that, okay, the host comes on, and he talks a bit about what's going on in his life for a bit, and then, you know, talks about the guest, what means so much to him, blah, 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 and you want to hear those things because you care about the host because he's somebody important or famous too. So like, oh, cool. This is what uh, I'll give you an example. I listened to Chris Jericho's podcast, the former the wrestler there. Who uh, has a, talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho. That's one of the main inspirations for the Nobody's or Somebody's podcast, man. Fuck, just listening to him talk about like himself and then the way he talks and then talking to the guests and just he totally changed. Like he's not the braggart, like the big, huge wrestling personality. When he talks to the guests, he's just listening. He's just saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Man, I love that. I love the way he talks and interacts with people. He just lets them talk. He gets, them, gets to them about their personal life and their details. That's not just about what they're doing. And it's just, it's very exciting to me. And that's why I kind of wanted to run my show. Just like talk and then shut my mouth and listen. So I, I had this thing where I would, <laughs> I don't know how important I thought I was, but at the start of my episodes, I'd, I'd do this. I'd follow this format. But I ended up talking sometimes for 15 minutes, man, before the show would even start. Just And things that were going on in my life. And I was I could talk. I mean, I can carry a conversation. But people don't know yeah. me. So what do they care? It's not like I'm saying, oh, I had Cheerios for breakfast. And oh, I'm going for a drive. No, no. I talk about things that you know bother me, that I saw, like my rant or what grinds my gears kind of things. And then, you know, go into the show. So it's not like it's not entertaining, but it's just like, 
Well, who the fuck cares about Chad Weiss's opinion, man? We're just getting to know this show. Like, why do we want to hear you for 15 minutes and then a guest for an hour? Like, that's not working. So going back now, I've had a more concise in the three years I've done this since uh, January 2017 was, or 2017, January 2017, January 30th, 2017 was my first, first episode airing. And that's my, you know, my anniversary. So since that, since now we're here in 2019, season three, I don't know how that works, but it does. Um, <laughs> we're, uh, I make my in- intros between maybe two, maybe three minutes. And that's, you know, time for me to talk, just say a couple of things, introduce myself. If it's your first time listening, hey, it's Chad Vice, promote my stuff, like go to the website, go here, go there. This is my radio station, blah, blah, blah. Here's our guest, pretty cool. Love to chat with him, her. Uh, this is their story. Boom, let's get into it. Maybe I'll do an outro, maybe not. You know, I just really, I've been more concise with my uh, ramblings, just like I did with this message right now. I pretty much just rambled through it, but you get the idea. Right. Yeah. Sometimes well, I talk too much. So are you a, like, so are you a wrestling fan then? Like, if, um, you're listening uh, to talk to Jerry. Yeah, I was, yeah, from... I, I kind of stopped watching in twenty in two thousand six. I kind of dropped off the map there. A lot of things in my life, personal life, kind of changed, and I didn't have time to watch uh, Raw every week and be into it. But uh, from like nineteen ninety one, my stepdad introduced me to wrestling. He just happened to be watching it one day. I'm like, whoa, what is that? And then you know, from there, faithfully, man, I'd watch like every episode of Monday Night Raw, every episode of SmackDown when it first started, like everything, like. Faithfully, sometimes I record it. I used to have a library of all that stuff, man. Just rewatch it, all the you know, all the eras, all the storylines, all the stuff that was going on. And then it just stopped becoming a part of my life. I just this is this whole segment from the late '80s. I went back until mid 2000. That's that's my glory years for wrestling. After that, man, I couldn't tell you shit about today's product. Oh man, it's changed drastically. Yeah, like when you when you probably stopped watching, that was probably like the ruthless aggression era. Boy. Yeah, it was even, but yeah, it was definitely yeah. I've been some ruthless aggression. Yeah, I'm saying that, <laughs> <I'm watching laughs> that was actually good. <laughs> yeah, Vince McMahon. I've heard him enough times, man. That whole character. Yeah, from everything from Bret Hart, like from the early, like from the mid '80s, I say, because I went once I started watching, I went back a bit to watch from the mid '80s, and even that was kind of a trip. But I got like from there to 2000s that was my glory years but the attitude era man like and even wcw too i got into nitro and all that stuff too because we used to get the well we still do the superstation tbs and from atlanta and we get all the shows there too so i used to watch both products and nice. compare it when one wrestler would leave and go to the next company he'd be like oh oh that's uh big daddy cool diesel he's he's over in wcw now and there's reza ramon chico like everyone's over there you can still watch your favorite guys right so it's pretty cool now it's not the same because there's no competition. It's uh, the good, the bad thing happened, and uh, yeah. I mean, the product. I mean, when you have two competing companies, you get the best out of each other. And then when that went away, it was a good. It was kind of fun to see WWE win because I was always partial to WWE. But at the same time, that actually turned out to be the worst thing that happened, and I'm no longer following the product. I am going to say this in defense. There is a promotion that. I say give it a couple years, and it's going to be the competition that WWE needs. Is that AEW? AEW, yeah. I think that product's going to be really good in the future. Um, I know Ross has gone over there, the voice of the whole wrestling. I mean, they got him. That's a start. I, I know TNA started up for a while there, too, and I don't know. I never watched that product either. I don't know what happened to that. Unfortunately, like- they kind of dropped down when they decided to make some poor choices. 
Yeah. Um, when they when they um decided to bring Hulk Hogan into the mix, I knew it was going to go downhill. Oh man, Hulk Hogan. The thing about and that's, yeah. that's true with WWE now too. Like they brought back three, you know, they have these homecoming shows, and you, and you, and they bring back all the old guys, and man, it makes me feel old when I look at these guys who were like obviously older than me when I was watching them, but they were in their prime. They're pretty much my age, oh. thirty-seven now. They're, they were my age then, so now they're in their 60s. And it's like, wow, it doesn't seem that long ago. It was like 1998, 1999, man, The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, you know, Goldberg over in WCW, Chris Jericho, what he was doing there, like all these people, all these big sting, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And now you look at them, it's like, Jesus Christ. How long ago was that? How old am I? <laughs> the trip. Man, you tell with me. Shoot, how old are you, Chad? I'm 37. 37, man. You don't look 37. No, I look 45 at least. But uh, oh my gosh, coming to the beard. Maybe if I had some more hair. That's the hair started going. When I was 17. I had a hard time keeping a hold of that. I tried. I hung on until I was 22. But that uh, the bald spot back here and the the long hair with the kind of the hair going back here was a death knell. I was a silly looking father. I was told I'm the father of two at the time, so I had to get rid of the hair. <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, the oldest one now is 16, turning 17. I can't believe it. That's Zach. Uh, the next one is Alex. He's uh, just turned 11 uh, this September, this September 2nd. Uh, Sebastian, who is now 9, and he'll be 10, well, not till next year. Let's slow down a little bit here. And uh, Cameron, who just turned 8 this past uh, the end of June. So they're all wow. relatively close. In age, yeah. so, so you're married, huh? No. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, uh, I failed at that twice. I never uh, <laughs> still, still got to perfect that. I'm perfect at making kids, uh, but not making women happy. I make well, pretty kids and people mad. That's what I can make. <laughs> well, sometimes you can chef in the oven, but it doesn't mean you always get the loving. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was a terrible world. That, don't, don't, you know what? That was like an 80s wrestler promo. Let's just go ahead and throw that away. Let's toss it uh, out the window. Man, podcast. my man. Like, like, yeah, you're pretty. You're you're a pretty laid back guy. I've noticed that about you. Have you? Um, do you find a lot of people who do this kind of thing are kind of uptight? They're always stressing about their work, their podcast. That was me before. Before I even left my, I had a real job, believe it or not, before all this uh, took over. So I was probably more, more or less laid back then, if it were. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. like most of the time, everybody's cool. Like all the podcasts I talk to, like um, Nick and Tay, um, FNBS podcast, or. Um, just a name, just a few. There's plenty of others out there that on the realm of the mist. I can go out a list, but the fact is, like, it's always good to um, have just a chill conversation. You seem like a very interesting dude, and mm-hmm. I would. Much people love say to check- this, huh? Much people say this. <laughs> it's like, you're like, yeah, I'm Chad Vice. I'm cool. Chad Vice. I'm pretty cool. Well, I pat myself on the back. Barry Horowitz style. That is a name for the nice wrestling for <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Well, shoot, my man. Um, did you have anything you wanted to plug or anything of that nature? 
Uh, well, always. Well, like I said, my Chad Vice, Nobody's or Somebody's Podcast. You don't have to be a nobody, but it kind of helps <laughs> to come on the show and just talk about you. I mean, the Nobody's or Somebody's Podcast, it's new every week. Every Monday at 6 p.m. there's a new episode. You can find that on um, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher. Uh, I used to have a whole list in front of me here. All the major places you find podcasts, uh, CastBox, it's always there. Um, I made a radio station based upon that name, Nobody's Radio Station, Heavy Rock Radio. I basically made that due to, uh, I love radio, I love listening to radio all my life, but I never heard, maybe once in a while, I never really heard the songs I wanted to hear on the radio. You'd always hear the same tracks, the same bands, or the same tracks. There's so many, there's, there's great bands out there, and you hear their songs played every day, man, but what about the other songs they make? They have a whole album of songs that the radio right. won't even so I made heavy rock radio just for like the some of the hardest, heaviest rock that I love. That's just you don't hear every day. That's online twenty four seven. So I, you know, I started Nobody's Radio Station based on that because it's for nobody's by nobody's. You know, but you don't have to be nobody. You can be somebody and listen to it too. But it, let's start right. by being somebody. And then I do a weekly show called Paradise City. That's kind of a name of Paradise, a Paradise City, but. Uh, I'm Chad Vice, so Para Vice <laughs> City that I do with my uh, homeboy Kevin Matthews that we do every week at nine o'clock on Saturday on Nobody's Radio Station, and that's where we play eighty sunset strip rock, uh, rock and roll, hair metal, uh, glam metal that we love from back in the day that I still have a big affinity for. Uh, we do uh, just an hour of that. Uh, we play the songs, we talk about the songs a little bit in between, uh, stories behind the songs, and just uh, just get the party moving on that one every Saturday night. I can dig that. Yeah, man. That's why I got yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so where can they find your podcast and where can they find your radio show? Everything, basically. I know I said a lot of, uh, that's a whole mouthful I said, but just go to sebcamco.com. That's S-E-B-C-A-M-C-O.com. Uh, Sebcam is, if you remember my name from the, my kids, Sebastian and Cameron, that's their names together. Uh, company.com and that's uh, my tribute to them my whole legacy is for those the kids and uh, it sounded cool when we named them <laughs> uh, when we put the thing together so everything's at subcamco.com I sell records online so you can find everything there nice. uh, radio station everything is there too yeah so come buy a record from me come listen to the podcast listen to heavy rock radio listen to Paradise City and I promise that's not all my voice you can actually hear music too it's uh, there's some there's be entertained by everybody <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, um, all two of you, maybe just one by now, y'all need to go check out this man's podcast and his radio show. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a hot one. And then on top of that, if you are a person that enjoys, you know, records, you should definitely talk to um, talk to this young entrepreneur right here as he's bringing something to give you a little bit of a blast from the past. I'm talking about something that lasts like an Everlast punching bag. Go on ahead and just know this man has to get the gab. And he's also always creative when he's in the lab. Dexter's Laboratory. Bars. Okay, that was terrible. I'm sorry. And do you have any social handles, my man? <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter again at uh, Subcam. It's all Subcam Co, man. Twitter at Subcam Co, Instagram at Subcam Co. Go on the Facebook pages. You can find Nobody's uh, Radio Station. You can find uh, Nobody's or Somebody's Podcast all on Facebook, as well as uh, Championship Vinyl. That's the name of my uh, record store, Championship Vinyl. You can find that on Facebook, too. Just plug that into your Google machine. 
in your Facebook search bar and you're going to find me over Facebook. I'm there. I'm active on all those social medias and uh, come and say hi and email me anytime. Chad Vice at sebcamco.com. I'd love to hear from you about anything, everything or what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing yeah. right too. That would help, but whatever. I'm, I'm not picky. <laughs> oh, yeah. So get some advice from Chad Vice. Yeah, I'll give you the Chad advice straight up. The Chad advice. Yeah. You know, I just thought about something the way your name is spelled. Your first name, but then I to, you really could be Chad Vice. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some Chad advice out there. Listen to Nobody's or Somebody's podcast. <laughs> and Anthony's Ooh. podcast too. Listen to us. And the very awesome podcast that we're going to start. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be Vice and Anthem or Anthem Vice. Yeah. Or Miami Vice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that show, man. The first one, not the remake. <laughs> it's oh, always no. better. Cheech yeah. Marin. Except for Terminator 2. Terminator 2, they got it right. After that, it all went to hell. Facts. Yeah. Straight facts. See, this is why I like him. Guys, he's coming back on the show. I got to have him back. Awesome. Can't wait to be back, man. Very happy. Well, with that, guys, this has been another monumental episode. Having friends from Canada is freaking awesome. Be friends with people from other countries. You might learn something new. Yeah, man. So, shout out to Canada. Shout out to people in the Midwest. Shout out to people on the West Coast, in the South, or in the East. Peace in all places. So, with that, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Young Sizzler, a.k.a. Coming in smoother than... Okay, I'm done. Anyways, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. We're done. We're done. We're out. And that is it. So with that... Delivery Bros.